0: All right, finally back with a new episode. It's been so goddamn long. Uh, I'm so happy to finally be doing this again. I'm here with Ian. We're going to be discussing festivals, music festivals, and everything that's going on with them. Um, Something I noticed is that a lot of the bands that are performing with these are older bands that are the headliners. They're uh, typically like 30 years and older is what I've noticed that – Get bands like uh, who is it? Lamb of God is finally getting some good headliner spots. Um, disturbed, but all those guys had albums like in the nineties. You know, oh. they started to emerge in the nineties, which is a terrifying statement. Now that I think about that, stop and think about what I just said.
1: I know. So it, I'm about
0: to turn thirty this year.
1: Fuck. I no. Think, <laughs> I think it almost gets to the point where like it has to, like like, stand the test of time. You know what I mean? Like, do yeah. like you deserve being up there as the headline? Well,
0: and the one thing that I thought about was these, you know, none of the new bands seem like they have what it takes to be the headliner yet. And it, it's, it is it's one of those things that they need to stand the test of time. But look at one of the biggest to become a headliner was Slipknot, okay? 2009, they made it to the headlining spot at Download. Download is the Biggest heavy metal festival out there that gets tens of thousands of fans to show up and Slipknot made it there in 2009, 10 years after their debut album. So think about that. That has to be the fast track band to get to that spot compared to any of these other bands.
1: So about 10 years. Yeah. So,
0: and I was thinking, I'd been thinking about that lately, you know, what was it about that time? I mean, I guess it's because the early 2000s was kind of like the grungy era where all like the popular bands that were playing on the radio and everything were all like metal bands. Like new metal was the big thing in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that is really what, you know, was a slingshot for these people, for these bands in their careers to get them to that fast track spot to be the headliners um but if the if it is a newer band headlining a festival it's kind of like a small festival it's not like the big ones they're not getting the big guns out there you know what i mean i like, think
1: i think it was because of like the impact that it had whenever it was out you know like it quickly got people to look at it because let's be fair. I think other than them and mushroom, I can't think of a lot of bands that do like the whole costume mask thing. And right. have you... well, Guar has been doing it from
0: the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. And They even Guar even showed up on the Joan Rivers show, which that, that video is hysterical watching them, watching, uh, Odorous <laughs> and beefcake, the mighty, um, literally on a talk show with Joan rivers, uh, just being funny, and it's like, but they're fully dressed as aliens, and that's just like the weirdest thing that you could see on national television. And they've been on that, they've been on Jerry Springer a couple times. Um, Odorous became the oh, intergalactic correspondent, I think is what the title was for uh, Red Eye on Fox News. The one, um, I think his name is Gutfield the mm-hmm. one uh guy who's got a show on there he's got a lot of interesting people that show up on there and he used to have odorous on there like he did like 20 times um and they finally the the thing that set them off that kicked it they, they kicked him off talk about cancel culture back then we got hit what got odorous to be kicked off was they were killing um sarah palin on stage that was like their their gimmick was they—they they always kill like a sitting president or um, a senator or something that's making big news, and they—they uh, they were doing that to Sarah Palin, and they didn't like that because they were really trying to prop her up during oh. that time. So they didn't—they really didn't appreciate that. And it's like, he's like, we've been killing every president back since Reagan in the eighties. <laughs> Every single it ain't fucking one side, dude. It's both of them. Like I remember the couple times that we went to see them. It was Barack Obama. They had they play the
1: presidential march. So they really they didn't bring him pick out. yeah no, I mean?
0: no, they're supposed to be aliens from outer space. That's they're kind of neutral. They're not really a political band. They're supposed to be foreigners that are not from this planet. So, like, it doesn't matter what they do on stage. Like nobody takes them seriously. And that was the whole thing that they went through in the nineties and early two thousands was everybody you know being so concerned about kids going to see their shows and they had to go they were literally going on television explaining like what they do and how they are but the funny thing is they are so into character so when they're being asked questions of like you know Oh, you're not really like slaughtering people. Oh yes, yes, this is absolutely. We're slaughtering many children and feeding them to the the creatures that we that we crawl from underneath the state. It's, like, it's a joke. Oh my. Yeah, it's, it's a, a joke. joke. We get it's a joke, but they literally on television don't admit that. They're like they're the so character. in the character. Yeah, it's the character. You got to you got to just enjoy the character. And that's why that's, I, that's why I said that that interview with um John Rivers, it's hysterical that they're just sitting there.
1: Mommy, just... why are they killing the president? It's like, well, you see, son, this is a thing called <laughs> acting and characters. Don't yeah. be too, don't be as scared of don't it. Don't be literal.
0: <laughs> don't take it too literally. It's a joke. It's funny. It's just, it's chaos, but it's great. It's great. And, you know, Guar is one of those bands that they've been around since the 80s. And they really, it wasn't until after Odorous died because they, they like to stay as an underground band. Um, with kind of what they do, it didn't fit like mainstream. Even though they were, again, throughout the '90s and 2000s, they've been on national television. They've been in the media spotlight, so everybody knows who this band is. They're huge. They even created their own festival that uh, you know t- thousands of people go to and enjoy every year. That's like the weirdest thing ever. But they prime. They still wanted to stay underground and not go to huge venues they do small um shows like you know kind of like bar shows that are not not just just not massive venues like at most 600 people that are going to be in in a room
1: Yeah.
0: um compared to you know the larger ones that can get up to a thousand or more in a venue um the you know they were trying to stay away from that and after um david brocky who was odor shirungus passed away is when they kind of finally looked at that I guess he was the one keeping them back I don't know but they finally took that opportunity to move into the mainstream and decided to go do Warp Tour which you know looking at Warp Tour and what it did I I never liked that it was kind of like a mainstream thing that yeah. like everybody talked about oh you got to go to Warp Tour everybody everybody's like got to go to Warp Tour got to go to Warp I'm like no it's it's not first off it's not consistent It's all different kind of genres. It's not just one genre. It's tons of different genres. And I don't like that. I'm like, I'm I'm a metalhead at the time. I'm a metalhead and I just want to go to a metal festival. Don't flood me with all this random crap. But now I've looked back at what Warped Tour was doing for everybody. I, I bet not too many people think about that Katy Perry got her start with Warped Tour. She was on the 2008 lineup. Which means that Warped Tour is what really launched her career. It's so many. There's so many bands.
1: And then what? Like four years later, boom.
0: Right. There are so many bands that are massive now, like Avenged Sevenfold, Fallout Boy. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple other like Bowling for Soup. These bands were on Warped Tour back when it was starting out, and they're the ones that are doing massive shows, massive arena, you know, uh, not not arena shows. Arena's are different level, but one step down from that mm-hmm. is primarily what they're doing. So they're doing these, these massive tours and selling tons of records. And you look back at it, it's like, yeah, it's Warped Tour is what really got that. That became that was like the mainstream thing. But that's how all these bands really got their start. If you
1: made it to Warped Tour, you had a chance. You really had a chance of doing something. Um because it's like on a resume, it's like, oh, do you have like the five years experience? And like, yeah. you take it up to them like, oh, yes, uh, I've been on this. Right, right. And and that's why it was disappointing. It, it is
0: a little disappointing that it is gone now. Um, but I I was more disappointed that Mayhem was ended. They ended that only 15 years. That was, I think that only made it, fi- no. I don't remember. No, that that was only like 10 years because that went from 2008 I think until 2015. So only maybe only 7 years. I don't know how many exactly they they did. Um I went to the 5th anniversary. I I I'll, I'll never forget that that my first mayhem festival was the 5th anniversary. It was Slipknot, Slayer and Motörhead. Talk about a killer lineup right there.
1: Yeah, that's that's amazing.
0: I'm I'm so happy that I got to see Lemmy Kilmister before he passed away. I at least got to chalk that up to, um, my like a bucket list thing of bands that you gotta see. Mm-hmm. A lot of the a lot of the veteran bands that that are starting to you know wear out get or or pass away at this point now, you know you got to start making a bucket list item of like go see them before they before they're done before their time is done. Make sure you go see them. And I'm so glad I got to see Lemmy before he passed away. That was, and. At the third slot, you're not seeing them in the headliner position. You're not seeing them at their big spectacular show. I think that is better for anybody who thinks that that certain bands have to be the headlining spot on a tour. No, these bands shine when they're not in the, the top slot because then you just see the talent that's all you're seeing. You're not seeing the lights, the specta the spectacles and everything, the pyrotechnics. They they don't get that in that slot. That's where you're just listening to the band and that is the best format that you can get. Hearing Motorhead just thrash mm-hmm. for an hour straight of their of all their hits. Oh my god, that was that was amazing. Then Slayer gets up, they had pyrotechnics of course, and they, it's like Slayer has to
1: yeah, <laughs> Slayer has yeah, the it. fucking half
0: pyrotechnics of course um, and that was an experience of its own but compared to um, they did the tour with they did a tour with Rob Zombie that I went to and at the time I wasn't a Rob Zombie fan so I didn't stick around for Rob Zombie I only wanted to see Slayer because um, I was still kind of new into to metal so I hadn't experienced Rob Zombie yet and I didn't really care to so I, I left before that um, but at so many people at that show were pissed that Slayer was going on before Rob Zombie they're like no Slayer needs to be final Slayer needs to be final Slayer got up and killed it for two hours straight I, that was I, literally pure amazingness of just audio assault
1: yeah, plus it still had the pyrotechnics too So
0: no this no. was this was a smaller venue so there wasn't they couldn't really no. do pyrotechnics yeah, it was uh, Stage AE, which uh, it was the outdoor section, but that's smaller than the pavilion. The pavilion allows all, you know, pyrotechnics and everything because mm-hmm. they're big enough. It's a big enough stage. Stage AE isn't. Stage AE, I have seen a couple pyrotechnics there, but it's, like, limited. It's very limited on what you're allowed to do at that venue. So they didn't have pyrotechnics, and but Rob Zombie has, you know... Um, props and stuff, and people come out in costumes and everything, and he's got a whole bunch of shit that interacts with the crowd. So that's why he had to be the final slot, because he's got a lot more to it. But Slayer, Slayer can go out and and just shred for two hours straight, and you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> it's 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 good enough. That was good enough. I honestly, fi- they finished, and I'm like, I, I don't need any more than this. That was like, um, we went and saw... no 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 breaking benjamin with five finger death punch okay now this was right after ivan's meltdown and everything okay so he had just come back he was starting they were starting to make their comeback you know and they didn't have like the big spectacle that they usually had they've been put in the second slot so they weren't going all out with it um and they got up and just killed it I, i i looked at my wife i'm like this is perfect. And we looked at each other and we started the breaking Benjamin got like halfway through their set and we're like, do you want to just beat the crowd? Like we saw the best part of this, yeah. And it's one of those things of, you know, you kind of think that they outstage them that sometimes when bands are in the, in the lower slot, I know that people like some bands have talked about, um, when they were starting out, they performed for the bigger ones And the other, the, the bigger ones were like, fuck, how do I follow that up? Like you just went out there and killed it. And I now have to fucking go out there and try and upstage that. Like that's impossible. And that's what you love to hear. I think Slipknot was one of them. Like Slipknot when they went out, I forget. I want to say they, they opened for, um, Nine Inch Nails. I don't remember. I don't remember what the video was. It's, uh, it's been so long since I've watched those and, but they talked the singer was talking about like one of the first tours that they did they were like they were honestly um like the opening act and there was like two other bands after them and went up there killed it and went backstage and the the singer at the the headband oh no 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 I don't remember which band it was but he's like I, I fucking can't follow that up it's like they're they gonna just fucking leave now cause that was unbelievable it's great but you know with these festivals that's we're not getting that anymore we don't get that anymore there's a lot more festivals like uh incarceration just you know is more of a recent um thing where you can get tattooed and listen to metal talk about a perfect combination like how the hell did that take that long to develop for somebody to be like why do we have a a metal show happening while people are getting tattooed. Like, why the fuck didn't we do that before? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, how the hell did you take that long to think of that? But that's kind of like a, that's what I'm saying. of like, that's more of a smaller one. Cause it's kind of newer. I don't know how big the venue is that, that they do that at. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's, it's more of a newer festival. So not a lot of the big names are going for it. You know, Download's been around since the, download has been around since the 80s. It was different names before it became the Download Festival, but it's been around since the 80s, and that's why like Kiss does it, Ramstein does it, um, Metallica does it, Iron Maiden does it. Like all the big ones that started in the 70s and 80s are what headline the Download Festival, um, and that's why it's so shocking that 2009 is when Slipknot did ten it, again only around for ten years. You know they debuted at Ozfest '99. They did a 15 minute set, and shortly after that is when they is when they um, released their debut album. By the second one, Iowa, they had huge tours because the I think it was shortly after that is the Disaster Pieces, um, like video. Thing that talks uh, like follows the the tours and stuff, and uh, that that I've seen like clips from that that they had huge shows in England and uh, you know all across Europe that just sold out. That's two albums in. That was two albums in that they did that third album, Subliminal Verses. They get a freaking Grammy for before I forget. So you know nobody nowadays is doing that. Well, first off, the Grammys fuck off with them because they've taken metal off the the mainstream. Um, that's played before. It's kind of like the the dark, um, in WWE. That's considered like the dark matches, is they're played before the cameras start rolling. Yeah. and that's that that's what they do with metal. The metal um, Grammy is handed out before they really turn on the ca- like I've seen footage of um, of them presenting that award, and there's nobody in the theater. For that award, just the bands that are being, you know, nominated. It's like, what? Why are you handing that out right now?
1: Well, I think it has to do with like, like a part of like that whole cancel culture where it's like, does this make you uncomfortable? Oh, well, we'll get rid of it. Well, here's the thing: is like, what's the main thing about metal? Is it is it makes people uncomfortable?
0: Right, right. We've talked about that before. You know, yeah. The the, the preconceived notion of how metal is. um So that's why a lot of people don't like to enjoy it people don't like to be uncomfortable and it's it's like i get it honestly it's been the best genre i mean you can everybody can debate it back and forth no matter what you want to say
1: it's one of the ones where people try the hardest at least it is the best genre i remember back
0: um in college i had a class um it was called rock and rhetoric and uh we were just learning about all the the you know rock throughout the years like how it started how it came to be and i remember talking to the teacher about it and I was saying, you know, metal doesn't really get a lot of recognition. And she said, metal is the toughest genre to do. You have to have the most skill to be in metal. Those are like the the highest professionals is in metal. And I'm thinking you're right because you got to be able to play fast. You got to be able to, you know, as, as much as people, you know, taught, make fun of, you can't understand the lyrics. There are lyrics there. So... It's not as easy as just doing that, you know, making weird sounds and stuff. Mm. There are words there. So you actually got to convey that in some kind of way. So for as much as people say, it's like, oh, it's, you know, a crappy genre and it's not. No, it is the top genre. It's unbelievable how much it expands and how many bands are out there and how many people are fighting for it. Um Yeah, that's, I wish that there was more recognition for that, of that. And it would go so much further if they, you know, if they could let some of these bands get into the mainstream. Like they need to, they need to be in the mainstream on their own is what I need to focus on. I I need to like. Iterate right there. Especially at the same point
1: in, like, the light that, like, the other ones did alongside... Like you said, like, they don't even get a thing at the Grammys, like, why not? Right, well,
0: and yeah, after Slipknot performed at the Grammys, I feel like is whenever they took they were taken off the air, is when metal stopped being... You had nine guys just in in masks and jumpsuits jumping around on stage performing, this acting fucking crazy, and... It, like that was on national television. And after since I'm pretty sure since then is whenever they like, was eh, like, yeah, we, we're not going to do this like, anymore. We can't really do anymore yeah. We don't need to let this happen anymore. Um Up until they, you know, recently let Metallica perform um, with Lady Gaga. Cause she did, they, they did a collaboration and it was, it was good, but they fucked it up so much because uh, as they claimed the technical error was that somebody tripped over James's mic cord and it was disconnected. That's why his mic wasn't working, and he had to keep walking over to Gaga while she's singing. And he had to sing into her microphone the entire freaking time because his wasn't working. And the how other do, thing it How do you not
1: have like um, just a microphone not working I don't to, know. for an event like that? I don't know.
0: And the other thing that that really pissed me off was they when they announced it, the woman said Lady Gaga performing Moth to Flame, Moth into Flame. And I'm like, it's not her song. It's Metallica's. I was, I don't know if, I don't know if it's just the audio cut it, when she went to say Metallica, like James's mic got cut, or if she literally read it as Lady Gaga performs Moth into Flame's. And it's like, you, you really fucked that up. She's she's lucky to be featured on this amazing track, in a in a duet. She's a phenomenal artist. Don't take that the wrong way. She is a phenomenal artist, and you know that is an, uh, that was a great collaboration. Um, to the point where even people kind of do want to see her do a collaboration with them on an album. Mm-hmm. Like they actually want to see that. That that would be pretty cool because she is a metalhead. She's talked about it many times. Like, she's a metalhead. She loves metal music. And it's like, why don't you perform metal then?
1: You'd kill it. She knows. She's got She's
0: got the freaking talent. She, she could knows. kill it in the metal industry. I mean, she, and are, and Eilish. she did she's weird like Billie shit. Eilish. Billie Eilish is a good um, artist. And she's got the goth aesthetic. She needs to freaking perform metal. Like, do metal. Don't just take our aesthetic and make it
1: pop music. Yeah, but then she kind of has to alter her singing. And you don't know if she might want to do that or not. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, and I um, I, this will be a topic for uh, an upcoming episode is I'd like to talk once again, talk about women in metal, because a lot of women are getting uh, a lot of women bands are being featured now. I can hear on Octane all the time, uh, more and more metal uh, female fronted bands. And it's good. You know, it's uh, I, I don't understand why it wasn't really a feature before, but it's good that they're finally like letting it happen.
1: What female artists um, would you like to see become a metal hit? Like a metal artist, Gaga for one. If she converted
0: a metal, oh my god. That because she's actually one who could do it. She's one for sure who could pull it off. She a lot of her a lot of her tracks have been heavy, mm-hmm. so she's one who could make that conversion. She could fucking pull a Taylor Swift, go from country to pop. She could go from pop to metal and kill it. And sell out every it, the metal community would gladly accept her. I I mean I I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like she's she's definitely one that that if she converted, she I, could, I, I, she I could. would
1: hope he would be open to to like different things. But I would I mean well. Coming to, history of that.
0: Coming back to the topic of this of festivals, I feel like the only reason that the old bands are there is because the old farts are being gatekeepers of. None of the new bands are good enough, and that there was a point that I was going to make a a little bit ago, of the these new bands need to make it on their own, and I was going to say how um, a band new band that hit, that like skyrocketed immediately was Greta Van Fleet as kind of like a heavy metal sound, and it's because they sound like Led Zeppelin. That's why everybody loves them. And it's kind of disappointing when you've got that. I mean, they've even, the there was a backlash when they said that Led Zeppelin is not their influence in their music. Everybody's like, are you freaking kidding me? You sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. Like if Led Zeppelin was making music nowadays, even Robert Plant said he's, he's a phenomenal singer. He's like, he does a great job. And everybody just had a problem with that. And it's like, they, they don't want to be compared to that band. Some bands do like that. Some bands do like it when you compare them to other bands and they mm-hmm. like getting that recognition. Um, uh, uh, most of them, though, they don't like that. They really don't like that. They don't like being compared to something because they, you're you're trying to... It's like you're trying to piggyback off that success. Mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin is a huge band that made it to mainstream that everybody knows a song from. Like I guarantee you hear one of their songs. You're like, oh, yep, yeah, I know exactly who that is. And... You don't want to be that kind of person that's coming off as you're trying to take that success and make it your own. You don't want that.
1: Yeah, because that's what people will know you as. And it's like, oh, well, I don't want that.
0: But at the same time, their shows sell out. Their tours sell out. When they were announced um, for Stage AE, okay, now, and again, we were talking before, that's a bigger venue. That's not like one of these bar Venues where it can only hold a couple hundred. We're talking a couple thousand that can fit into stage AE. And that sold out when it was announced. I li- literally saw that pop up and I went to go um, see, like, when it was and clicked on it and said sold out. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? This didn't even stand a chance.
1: It's like you're trying to buy, like, new dropped tennis shoes or something. It's
0: like, <laughs> my God. It, it, it's just they're that big. They turned out that. And I mean... My wife and I uh, loved the recognition that they got that they told you they made it from the start was Elton John had an after party thing for, like, I think the Grammys one year, a couple years ago, and he wanted them to perform at it. Oh, I don't know. That is a statement if Elton John wants you to perform at his party. And you're only one album in. Like I think at the time that was they were either like they they only had an EP and a a full length album. That's unbelievable. That's a statement. But again, it's because of how they sound. They sound like Led Zeppelin, so everybody's loving them, and they're shooting to you know they shot up to this stardom. But nobody else is doing that. Nobody else in the metal community is hitting that from the from the. The get-go, like, out the gate. We're not taught. you know, we're, we're talking first album, out the gate. You're making it big.
1: I really hope it's not one of those things, like, they they really didn't know about it, like, that they sound like it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I don't think, like, I think they just they
0: went for it. I don't think anybody, I don't know if anybody was telling them beforehand. I mean, you never know what bands are, you know, who's talking to them. It's like, oh, you know who you sound like? You sound like these guys. You know if that's what's happening beforehand. But after that first
1: um Yeah, I'm just hoping it's like a thing where they're like sweating like a hi. After I know (laughs) that
0: after um Highway Tune came out, that -hmm. was like the first single off the first full album. After that song came out, that's what skyrocketed them. That was the that opening yell sounds just like Robert Plant. And everybody's like, yes. This is this is the reincarnation of one of the greatest bands ever. And they wanted to, you know, they wanted to push it as high as they could, you know. But again, it's disappointing that that's how, you know, that's how it had to happen. You know, I'm I'm glad that they're that they're making music. They're doing a great job. Um, I still love listening to them. And yeah, I would like to see them headlining festivals. That would be awesome. But again, it's just how it happened I'm even I'm, I'm willing to bet there. Even they are like a little disappointed in that. It's like, you know what? We, we got this, this far. You we try, you know, we work our hardest and we shut up because we sound like somebody else. And that's, I feel like that's why they came out and said that Led Zeppelin wasn't their influence. They had to, they had to get that off their chest of like guys, like, We're just trying to make music. It just happened to, you know, be that we sound like this band. We weren't trying to, and you know, I I commend them on that. That's you know, if you can come out and say that, you you got the biggest balls in the room, and Mm -hmm. honestly, you deserve to be. You deserve the all the credit you can get. I give them that. I Um,
1: mean, I mean, here's the thing: if you come out and say, yeah, they are, then it's basically like, oh, well. He's your influence, and you sound just like him. Then you'd almost could could be assumed to be like almost copying at that point.
0: Right, right. That's just that's why that. I'm saying. That's why I'm saying that it's like they don't they don't want to take that recognition that like. We're, not, a bit we're not trying, like, yeah, if he, if they came out and said, oh, yeah, absolutely, Led Zeppelin's are, you know, we love everything about them. It's like, oh, so you're trying to be just like them, and that's why you sound like them, and that's suspicious. why you're successful. Yeah, like, it could be suspicious, and that would be that would be wrong. Well, I wouldn't like, like that. Cause, cause like, but if you come answer
1: it like that, like, there's only one way you can answer it.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, if you come out and you own it you own up to it like no this isn't what we were trying to do we were just trying to you know make music it just happened to be that way I give you even more credit you get a lot more praise from me that way than trying to fake it
1: in the recording room they have like every album of Led Zeppelin (laughs) in the back like no we we didn't know
0: how this happened okay we sounded like them on this album now let's go for this one okay (laughs) start playing it we need to get we need to get that influence okay Okay. we got it Okay, okay cool Nah, nah. I mean, that's just it's just joking, but yeah.
1: It, I'm just suspicious of everything. Right. So that's I mean, just, hey. Good but, for them. No, good for them.
0: But um some other new bands that I'd love to see um coming up. Uh right now I'm listening a lot to Bloody Wood, which is an Indian metal band from India.
1: I've heard Yeah, it? yeah, I've heard of them. Oh my
0: god, this new album that it drops in it drops next Friday. I'm like on pins and needles waiting for this. This sounds so good. The first two songs off of it, because the song that, that really got them introduced um, that actually got over a million views on YouTube is um, Machi Basai, I think is what it's called. Um, I, I'm probably butchering the um, the pronunciation of that, of that name. Um,
1: I love the name. By
0: the way, that's... Machi, yeah, Machi
1: Basad. No, 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 the bloody wood. Oh yeah, like bloody.
0: Yeah, instead of Bollywood, it's bloody wood. That is the greatest thing ever. It was like way to go with that name. But yeah, uh, it's called uh, Machi Basad um, on uh expect a riot is the uh
1: i do i do really like this
0: they, uh, they are they are great well I, and i had been that was released so that song was released april 23rd 2019 it was just a single okay but mm. it got a lot of traction this is now going to be their full length album their first full length album is about to drop uh, next friday and a couple weeks ago i was just like i'm like I wonder what's been going on with these guys and i and i looked uh, i looked up the band to click on the song. Cause I, I really like that song. And I noticed, uh, another song. I'm like, "Oh, this looks cool. Cause it has an elephant on it. It's got this massive elephant on it. And like, um, uh, like somebody like from a tribe, like bowing to it. And I thought, "Oh, this is pretty cool. Like it just, it looked cool. And I clicked on it and it's called Gadar. Oh my God. It's just a pure audio assault. That sounds amazing. I'm like, Thank you for clicking on this. That was great.
1: So about like two, I want to say like a year or two ago, my one buddy Brandon, uh, not not the one you're probably thinking of, um, I mean, I don't know. he he sent me at the same. He sent me three things at the same time. So he showed me uh, the Who about that. Oh time. yeah, he showed me the Who. He showed great me great Mongolian he, band. He showed me this Russian rap artist called Yarmak and it would, he's really good he's got great flow and then at the same time he also showed me the bloody wood and and I find it funny because it's like a year later everyone's talking about the who and then yeah. now you bring this up and I'm like okay <laughs> where's Yarmac coming out well yeah because um,
0: and we have to emphasize that the who is H-U not the who from like uh, there's that other like alternative metal band that uh, is very popular. Not that one. We're talking about the Mongolian metal band. The, the next,
1: the next um, band he shows me. I'm going to go out and if they make an album and they're not very popular, I'm just going to buy like three copies of album for no reason, just so like my little oracle Delphi is like, oh, oh look, they're going to get real popular I, in like a I, year.
0: I yeah, I guarantee that. I guarantee these guys are going to are going to explode because um, they're they're already they've already got a big following. And like I said, Gadar, I heard that that was unbelievable. And then three weeks ago, they released, um, Aj, A-A-J is, uh, that song that that's got, now they said it's Indian flute, but obviously in the United States, we kind of associate flute playing as like Celtic. So to me, it's got like that Celtic vibe to it. and, it, um it's just it's the songs about because I, I was reading about like what it's about is like overcoming um adversities in your life you know mm-hmm. you when you go through tough times you you bring yourself together and even the chorus he um he throws in Kaioken ken like he, he keep using american references in their music and i love it but um have you ever it, seen pyrotechnic
1: uh, flute players It'll like shoot out fire. Oh yeah, they play the flute. I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I want this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's great that all these new bands are coming up. Um. Oh yeah, Rock Shock is the um, is the upcoming album that'll be coming next. Should be. I'm pretty sure it's because I. I just saw their post say, say that um it they're ten days away from it. Yep, releases 18th February 18th. Oh my god, the 18th is gonna be the greatest day of my life. My wife is going out of town for um, – her friend uh, is having a birthday. She does a whole long week long week weekend-long excursion. They go rent an Airbnb. They go out. They drink. They party all weekend long. They enjoy themselves, and it's for our, her friend's birthday. Like the, the friend does this every year, and she's going this year, um, and it's even like themed. They do like different themes every year, uh, and it's going to be like costumes and stuff, so it will be fun for her. So she's going to be gone. My parents are going to see um, – Oh, what the fuck's they're called? Oh, uh, Crown, Crown and Country, I think is what it's called. No, what the heck is the name of this band? For um, for King and Country, I think is. Is it? Yeah, Christian pop duo. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. Um, the, they're going. They they were supposed to have this like back in December, but COVID pushed it. They I guess I think one of the members got sick, so they had to push it back. Um, and February eighteenth, they're going to be doing that. So they won't be home. Uh my wife will not be home. And Horizon Forbidden West comes out that day too. So I get to enjoy uh, that all day and all night. And this album is gonna be coming out. So I'll literally be,
1: <laughs> be on Cloud9. <laughs> and then you know what comes out like almost like a week after that? What? Elden Ring. The the new Soulsborn game. See, I I'm not I've I've I haven't been gaming as much lately.
0: Um I've like slowly been moving. I mostly moved to um mobile even mobile i've i've like moved back from i don't know what it is I'm, i guess just getting older god i don't like saying that i hate thinking about that that like i'm getting too old i had bad realizations all at chris i had a freaking existential crisis realizing how old i'd gotten how much was going on everything that's coming up i'm like why 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 is this all happening right now i'm like i'm about to freaking turn 30 no i don't like this <laughs> god but um yeah, I have like I've moved back on that. I mean, I did just pick up the new Pokemon game, so I'm I'm happy about that. But that uh,
1: I've been debating on getting that
0: one. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be enjoying metal. I'm gonna be enjoying um, I'm in an, 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 an Indian metal band while playing a post apocalyptic um, like tribal game. This is gonna be like the greatest thing ever. Bow <laughs> <Find> the <laughs> I'm elephant. Bow to the a elephants. Fantastic weekend. Maybe Saturday, and even maybe Saturday, I'll go to the car show. Because uh, the auto show is supposed to be next uh, next weekend, too. There's more, so much happening. There's. Uh, I was even going to ask you if you if you might want to go out with me and uh, have a guys guys weekend of uh, there's the tattoo convention happening all next weekend. There's the auto show happening all next weekend. So
1: I work all next weekend. Ah, Damn (laughs) it. I work every other weekend and every time and anytime someone plans something, I'm always like, well, Uh, you pick the weekend. I always work. I know.
0: I know. It's it's, it was just uh, it's too late. But I kept I kept like thinking I'm like, uh, I could probably I'm, I'm like, I wanted to get a tattoo this year. I do too.
1: Um, I actually have two ideas of, of like little simple ones to get like my first tattoos. On. If it
0: didn't, if it didn't cost a goddamn much, I would definitely be out there doing it all day. And I, with the cost of everything going up, it'll probably cost even more now. i um, not getting into that debate right now, but uh, I like, I've got so many ideas and I wanted to do that. And I'm like, I just want to go get a tattoo so badly. And I want to go to this convention, just to check it out. Cause my wife and her friend went two years ago and it happened just before the lockdown happened. Oh. So like two weeks before the lockdown happened is when the last tattoo convention was in Pittsburgh. And they went to that and I didn't go because she wanted um, her friend just wanted it to be like a girl's night, a girl's mm-hmm. day. So they went to um, just enjoy it themselves and get tattoos. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm not going to, you know, I'll, I'll go do something else, whatever. Um, but now I want to go and I've got nobody to go with. I'm like, it's of me. <laughs> of a bitch it's, it's here but honestly i don't have the money to, to i can't afford a tattoo right now so i shouldn't i really shouldn't bother with doing that right now but anyways we're getting way off topic from uh <laughs> what we were here to talk about which is these festivals um honestly it's getting pretty long so i think we'll cut it off here but yeah hopefully hopefully we can start to see some new bands start to make some headway um and start to make an impact in you know the the music realm you know, and heavy metal. I, I want to see newer bands doing something. Um, I, you know, I love Ice Nine Kills, but I, it's disappointing that they're what got them to this high level now, which a lot of people give them crap for, was that their album uh, was all themed around horror movies, which is awesome. You know, they yeah. made songs about horror movies, but a lot of people are like, well, that's not your ideas, though. That's not your, it's like, yeah, you made music. Out of a topic that already existed. They want, you know, new, fresh things. It's like, just give them credit for the love of God. Like, honestly, I watched a video of um Spencer did a song for <sighs> PUBG.
1: Yeah.
0: There, there, was, uh, there was an upcoming update that they wanted to make, like, a, a song. They wanted a song for the trailer. And Spencer said, okay, let's meet. Tell me about the game tell me what you want to do tell me what this theme is and everything and that even the even the developers were massively impressed that like he he like absorbed everything that they were talking about and like managed to spit out a song that was fresh and new based on what they were talking about and it actually relates to like that he takes the the topic and relates it in through the music. It sounds so. It sounds so great, and they were they they were blown away by it. So it, it sounds. I can't. I don't know what the. I don't think they actually released the song. I'm pretty sure that they like, it's out there, but, I, like, I never saw Ice Nine make a, a post about like, uh, the song is out there. Um, you know, check it out or listen because I I probably would have been listening to it, um, on repeat for a while. Um,
1: maybe it was just a thing of like, Oh, hunting. uh, it's
0: called hunting season. Um, yeah, I have to look this up to see if it's like, if you can actually like find the song. I mean, uh, honestly right now, the best app for music is YouTube, the YouTube music app, which I was not happy about. Okay. At first when they announced that Google music was going away and YouTube music was going to, be taking over. I thought you're just, you're literally forcing. And this was supposed to be a topic that we were going to talk about. In one of the episodes. Um, I'm like, you're literally just forcing people to accept a crappy product. Nobody wants to do, to do this. Like, why are you doing this? I will not say it's the best thing out there because I use Spotify. Um, Cause my wife has that account and you can't start a radio channel from that. Or I don't know how to, because I would like look up an artist click on one of their songs and it goes through all of the songs for that artist. I'm like, no, no, no. Mix it up. Start playing other shit. I don't...
1: Oh, no, like, yeah. I... That's
0: what I love about YouTube, the YouTube music app is you go and you click on one song from the artist and it starts picking random songs. Not the same artist, all random songs. And I'm like, this is what you do. You create a playlist of all these things because now, because then it starts to be like, a random song will pop up, and I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I was just thinking about this. This is good." It started playing. I'm happy about that. Or there's new songs that I started discovering, like randomly Eskimo Cowboys, um, Hypa Hypa. That just randomly popped up because I was I started listening to one other song, and I went from there, and that popped up, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this song?" And I I like make sure that I pick up and look at my phone, I'm like I don't remember that this that
1: song was awesome. Oh no, yeah, I got what was it? I got UT Premium like two three months ago, something like that. I I finally caved.
0: It. I I went so long. I'm like, no, I will not pay for this. I will not pay for this. I refuse to pay for this. This is stupid. I don't want to pay for it. I kept using it so much. I'm like, why the fuck am I not paying for this? <laughs> I finally, I finally caved. I paid for it, and I don't have any ads. Oh, it's so good.
1: <laughs> it's not even just the ads. Like I, I, I enjoy like everything that like comes with it too. Because like I said, I already had ad blocks. So
0: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I that um. Just with it, you can you can actually like you can without paying for it. You can't um, put your phone to sleep and let it play. It'll cut that out. Um, If you get out of the app, it cuts it. And that was the only reason that I ended up paying for it is because we were out of town and I wanted to use um, Google Maps and listen to music. And with the YouTube Music app, if you don't pay for it, you can't do that. And I was like so frustrated because I'm like I'm not about to drive like an hour in silence, letting the, the letting this. Guy, I'm like I'm paying for it. Fuck it! And I finally did it. And I'm like, why the hell did I not do this sooner? It's it's always one of those things of like, why the hell did I not do this sooner? Why did I wait this long to do that?
1: Oh man! But um. I've just been enjoying like like finding new things on it. Cause I, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at finding it, on, new things. Honestly, to this to. is
0: yeah. This is the best way to find new things is with, um, with this. And
1: because I'll just pick a genre and it'll just go for it. I, honestly, I, I
0: hate to say it, but this is going to be looking bad. So you can find well. This, and again, this is why this is why YouTube is better. The YouTube Music app. I typed in "Hunting Season" for mice Nine Kills, and it pops up a video. So it's not the song. They don't have the song. And they don't have the audio format, but they have the mu- the music video, which is just as good because you can still do that. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can watch the music video. That's what's great about this app is it's YouTube, which means you can get everything that's not on. Because, like, um, there's a song, the song from Dragon Ball Super, Broly, that was big in Japan, the Blizzard song that was, like, the title track. I love the Japanese version of that and I love listening to the Japanese version of that, but the Japanese version is not in the United States. Mm. You couldn't get it on the Google Play Store because it was restricted to only Japan. And again, like you there was no way to listen to it. YouTube music, you can listen to it because you can pull up the video from YouTube. And I'm like, thank you so much. That is the <laughs> best thing ever. <laughs> so it again, it's it, you know. I'd love to, to complain about it, but that's, you know, that's how, and and hey, talking about bands and making it bigger, I'd love for bands to be able to make it big that way, you know, using these different formats. But, I mean, they're not, it's just not as good as the festivals. I think the festivals is where you, you really pick up the, the momentum compared to YouTube and stuff. So as much as we'd love to see them, you know, Make it big somewhere else. I don't know what's going to happen. we got to wait and see. Um, hopefully, things will start to progress. Um, I was, uh, sorry to say this, but once the old farts are dead, then you know the new generation can listen to anything that they want, not just regular old heavy metal, not to diss those bands. God, still, I, I'm glad that I drove five hours to Philadelphia just to see Metallica. That was the, one of the greatest things ever. Great experience with my wife. Loved that whole thing, but... Yeah, do, do they need to be the only thing in existence? No. No, we can get some new bands. Let's get some new guys out some there. I want to hear some. I want Yeah, we need some new blood. We need some new guys out there. Definitely some new stuff going up. Um, New bands making making headway. Um, I'd love to see. I mean, I'd love to see somebody have as big a balls as fucking Metallica and go on all seven continents. I'd love to see any genre do that. Yeah. Nobody has nobody has the balls to go to Antarctica, set up a stage, take a th- honored people just to perform just so they can say, "Hey, we did all seven continents screw you
1: <laughs> Only Metallica will do that. Only Metallica would do that. <laughs> well, it's kind of like it's kind of like why why would you need to unless? It's one of the things of like,
0: why did you have to do that? And it's like cuz we fucking could. <laughs> it's like cuz we can.
1: Okay, we have the money for it.
0: Okay, yeah, you smart ass. Fine.
1: <laughs> it's whatever you want to do, but all right. There's a 100 people. Did those people have to pay like ticket prices or are they just like listen we're going to Antarctica? Come on.
0: I don't know. They, they so the the weird thing is the big bands and I I know Metal or uh, Motley Crue did this. Um I don't know if they still have it. I don't know if these things still exist for those bands, but I know I'm pretty sure Metallica has it. They're like fan clubs. You have to pay to be a member of the fan club. Like there's, there's like a VIP like membership where you pay like a couple thousand dollars, but I think you get like tons of tickets and lots of merch and lots of stuff from them when you pay those outrageous amounts. So yeah, you're paying to be part of the band kind of is what they do. Um, and I like I do think that that's a bit ridiculous and over the top, but at the same time, it's like that is probably what allowed them to go to Antarctica to perform, is they they've got those fans that are that. I, when I looked up the um the tickets for that show in Philadelphia because it was going to be at Eagle Stadium, so it was going to be a huge stadium show, and I'm like, okay, I wonder how much like general admission costs, because uh, surprisingly for a lot of places like pvg paints arena and um the pavilion like the just to be up front it's like a couple hundred bucks and it's like that's kind of worth it i'd I'd be willing to pay it just to get that close to the stage yeah that'd be fine it was like a couple thousand for the metallica show i'm like fuck no 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 (laughs) No, not to be on the lawn. No, it's I'm fine. It's, I'm fine paying a small amount. I, I'm a, I'm terrified of heights, so I didn't even like being up there. And we ended up moving to um like a, an observation deck, uh, like far away from where our seats were, but we were across from the stage. We went from next to the stage, um, kind of like a a weird you know diagonal angle mm-hmm. to the backside of the stadium, straight across from it. That was much better. So. As, as much as like it's stupid that we paid that amount for that ticket, I still got to experience the concert. It was well worth it. Yeah, you know. So I enjoyed myself. It was great. I got a lot of footage. Um, I loved the that whole performance. That was great. It was just it was an awesome show.
1: And yeah, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. So, all right, we're gonna cut it off here. um this,
1: <laughs> just kind of before we get end up going. Do let the us topic, do put in the comments what uh, female arts you like to see trimetal. metal.
0: Yeah, find, find us on socials um, or I'm about to uh, create an Instagram account so we can uh, show you guys what um, is like in our little uh, studio here, if you want to call it that. It's just a spare bedroom, but <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, I kind of want to start sharing this and kind of now. start an- interacting with people. So uh, reach out to us in any way you can. Thank you so much.